welcome and hello, friends. We. Uh, I pulled the jack and was trying a little too hard there to think of something funny. That's a little rude, don't you well, think? How many times has that happened, though? Like, N- none. <laughs> go back and listen to, like, every episode. I've never messed up an intro. <laughs> and even when there was the mess up, it was hilarious. When Jack started, and then Austin just came right in over the top. <laughs> I just listened to that one the other day, because he said it was funny, and it was funny. It was a good one. It was I don't even remember which one you're talking about. Maybe it was the Bermuda Triangle episode. It was the beginning of that one, or is it the beginning of... It was it was right before the live episode. Eh, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, what what do we got going on today? Well, we are doing the second part of our Oak Island extravaganza. Extravaganza. Yes, and we have our guest appearance with Ryan here. Welcome, Ryan. My second appearance. Yes, the second appearance. I liked I liked the, on the last episode that I was here that you called me the ghost. The guest the, host. Oh, the ghost. <laughs> I came up with that. That was good. Don't give Austin the credit for something <laughs> good, because it was... Hey, whoa. <laughs> All things bad come from Austin. <laughs> I'm at least 25% of this podcast. <laughs> well, I'm, the, I'm the other 25%. The other 50 is now Ryan. <laughs> now Ryan. He's only been on one episode. Ryan, you have carried half the podcast through... Man, how many episodes do we have so far? Like I think 16, 16. 17 now. Nice. Something like that counted the other day good job ryan um well i'm excited because we have ryan bringing in our drinks today oh yeah i forgot about that we, we don't test. even know what they are he won't tell us nope do we have to close our eyes or did you like wrap them up i wrapped them wow in america's cheese duct tape oh. toilet paper i would <laughs> that is the wrong choice <laughs> for coronavirus people dealing in this right now do not go to duct tape for <laughs> a replacement to toilet paper. <laughs> Even if you don't use the sticky side, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> hey, it might be good to... Oh, they're even really cold. Yeah. Hence, the my, pail. <laughs> my awesome bag here. That is a nice picnic. Is that like an insulated... Oh, it is Ooh. insulated. Wow. You got any other goodies in there? Uh, no. I think I we already ate all the other goodies. Well, I still got some Slim Jims. Ooh, some Slim beef Jims. sticks. If you need a beef stick. This is a really good tape job. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. It's like perfectly wrapped. It's like satisfying to me. It really is. <laughs> it is a good job, Ryan. Well, we know he didn't cover all of it. We do know there's uh, I some, wanted some taring, ginseng, B vitamins, and guarana. I thought, it, I like thought a, it would give a good hint as to what it is. Well, it's not a... Because like everything, every single right. energy drink has that. <laughs> I going to say it's a pretty standard I thought it was a monster at first. Cause I did too. The, but yeah. the I'm pretty the sure Monster star. puts their mm-hmm. logo on all of yeah, their whatever that thing is. Pop the the, pop, the pop, tab. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> Ryan, are you drinking too? I don't think you can say tab. I think that's copyrighted by tab cola. The opening tab. The opening device. Because you're on a podcast now. You're live out to the world. They could sue you. Tab. Wow. <laughs> Lawsuit. <laughs> I do have one. Are we even Mine recording is... right now, Jack? The... Oh, yeah. I'm not showing you guys, though. It's on my PC. Or on my laptop. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, weird. <laughs> so, I do have one for myself, but it is not wrapped. So, oh, the two so of you will try it. Do we have to guess? And you'll, you'll guess the flavor, 
and see if you can guess the the uh, brand. The brand. Brand I, flavor. I highly doubt that you'll guess the brand. Okay. Well, let's try it Have you it heard out. of the brand before? I don't know if Jack has. I know Austin has. Well, I've tried a lot of energy drinks in my day, so. Mm-hmm. So what's the flavor? I don't know if these are going to be like slushy-ish because I've got ice packs in this bag. Whoa, it's a weird flavor. Starfruit, guava, mm. some sort of tropical. Oh, I before you guys started drinking, I should have given a, a warning it's first. A weird aftertaste. I had a friend that drank this. As soon as I as soon as I say this, Austin's <laughs> gonna know what this drink is. <laughs> so I have a friend <laughs> that that had erotic dreams. <laughs> Because he drank this. <laughs> Solely because of this drink. <laughs> I think it's an Outlaw brand. It is Outlaw. I've heard of Outlaw. Have I've you? only ever had it at Logan Outlet, though. That's that's the one. That's the, the aftertaste one. is really weird to me. I, it's it's like a star fruit kind of uh, tropical fruit. Yeah, it's definitely tropical something. I'm going to guess tropical star fruit blast. Wow. <laughs> is that Starburst? No, that's just, I don't know. I just made it up. Pineapple, pineapple. Pineapple. What do you? I don't know. <laughs> what do you rate it on your? Scale I don't like this one that much. I like, like it. Really? Six, I I like it. Six, it's seven, like a seven or maybe even an eight. It's good. I, that aftertaste to me is like it's really bitter. I don't mind it. It's a strong aftertaste for, for sure. It is outlaw. It's passion. 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 Hence the erotic dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Outlaw. Passion. Possession. Calvin Klein. We're editing that out. <laughs> I mean, you guys see that family guy where everything's Calvin Klein? It's like, I don't remember how it happens, but, um, oh, Peter meets this, like, midget guy at a golf course, and no. they both, one of them's like, you smell really good. What's that smell? And then they both get really quiet, and they're like, what do they say? It's like, love, passion, possession, serenity, Calvin Klein. And it's really funny. Have you seen any of the, of the, like, super duper French? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the super duper French. The super duper French. (laughs) All of their cologne commercials, but... It's not cologne. They call it like toilet, toilet, parfum, parfum. They're so awful. Yeah, they're so, so weird. Awful. It's some some person on a boat, and then there's a breeze that comes through, and a dolphin, and somehow and then that's they like cologne. dive off the boat, and now they're in like an iceberg, <laughs> and then they pop out the other side, and they're at a party. And they drink a glass of wine. Yeah, it's weird. So what's happening in space? Uh, <laughs> lots is happening in space. Oh, are we doing it at the end of the episode or right now? Uh oh. Wait, you do space at the yeah, end? Yeah, we do space news at the end now. What? Yeah, because people listening to our listener feedback. Uh, people were saying that we take too long to, when we talk about space. This is the funniest part, though. I love this part of the podcast. The space news? 
all of the beginning part before you get into it. Oh, it's really? just random crap. <laughs> People are like, you guys take way too long to actually get to anything. And we're like, oh, sorry. Well, well, we gotta we gotta rope them in somehow. If we get to the content quick, they're just gonna split right after we're done. Which is what I do with Joe Rogan's podcast. He's got all of his ads at the beginning and the end, and it's skip, 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 skip. All right, we got the person on the show now. I don't listen to any of it. <laughs> uh, we'll do the space news at the end because we have more important matters. Such as the Oak Island Money Pit. I believe last time we left off uh, right after World War II with the Money Pit. And that brings us to right after World War II. Yes, it does. Very good. <laughs> Astute observation. <laughs> I try. <clears throat> oh, I hit the table. I'm so sorry. I don't even like this drink that much, but I keep drinking it. I like it. First time I had it. I didn't think is that great, but the aftertaste really has grown. It tastes like grapefruit to me, and I hate. I think that's why I like it. Grapefruit is amazing. I hate grapefruit. Mm. So the so after World War II, um, well, I okay. So let's let's say let's say somebody like listening, not me, (laughs) but people listening. Completely forgot everything we already talked about. <laughs> I definitely didn't, but I'm just, you know, looking out for those that may have. I think they would do well to go back and listen to episode one of this series. All two so, hours of it. So let's. 30 second recap, go. 30 seconds. Now you're at 25. This is, this is something that's been going on for 200 years. So essentially. Oak Island is this small island off the coast of Nova Scotia, Canada. Nova that, Scotia. Nova Scotia. That, that was more Minnesota than Canada. <laughs> we need Dallas doing his Wisconsin. I, don't, I can't do it like he does it. Um, so on the island is this legend that there is a treasure that for hundreds of years now, um, millions of dollars, it's estimated anywhere from like 25 to $30 million has been spent on trying to figure out what was on this island. And so different companies, different people have gotten involved and um, summing things up, there's a depression in the ground on this island that these um, teenagers find and they start digging and going from the teenagers to a lot of different companies going down and digging in this hole you go down every 10 feet and there's these platforms of oak logs that um, just continue every 10 feet and as they go down they find other things whether it is um, charcoal and signs of fire or um, or a tablet or a large stone that had writing on that. it. I mean, I didn't forget about that. I'm sure other people may have, though. <laughs> so, there's been... Um, yes, there's a lot of information going through that if, if this is the first time hearing about this, definitely look at the other episode and listen to more detail yes, about... Yes, part two. You're starting in the wrong spot. 
if you're listening now. Ah, they're telling me I'm in no, the wrong spot. No, the listen. Wrong. What are you talking about? <laughs> Man, you know how bad that would suck if they've been listening for... <laughs> let's see. Um, 13 minutes and 36 seconds just to realize that they need to go back an episode and listen to this whole spiel at the beginning again. Like, man, I gotta go I actually, with... I actually did that with your guys' episode... Uh, what was the one we were talking about with the Russian soldiers? The Yatlov? Well, no. no, that's not. They're not soldiers. Oh, um, there's another the Russian Russia. soldiers. Oh, not Russian soldier, soldiers. The Philadelphia experiment in the Montauk base. That's the one. You said on that one. You started talking into it, and you said, "If you haven't heard this, this, and this that we talked mm. about in the last episode, Gold go back." And I would. paused it, went back. Worth it. Ryan is a. Class A listener. <laughs> class A. The A stands for act. You're a class <laughs> act, Ryan. <laughs> so. Austin's a class B. <laughs> B stands for. I, I don't want to know what B stands for. Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. Uh, we left where the island has gone through a bunch of different companies, a bunch of different people, and they have continued to try and see what is at the bottom of this hole. They've dug dozens of different holes around the island trying to get down, and this this shaft, or where this treasure is located, is booby-trapped. There's oh, yeah. different... Man, you really did forget. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> So, so, it's... <laughs> I plead the fifth. So, this treasure has been booby-trapped with flood tunnels, um, all kinds of different evidence of coconut fibers on the island, or <clears throat> uh, they found uh, yeah, the, different coins on the island. The oak platforms every 10 feet consistently, that tablet thing we talked about the tablet thing right yeah the tablet the engravings that, that we're not sure really sure what it means and we no longer know where it is now is that right 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 they're still trying to figure out where that is and there's so basically where we're at now in this discussion is with world war ii and there's not in my opinion there's not too much to mention between world war ii and um and where we're at now with the Lagina brothers, they're the ones that um, are currently on the island looking for treasure, and they have their own show on the History Channel. <clears throat> so there's not too much that happens, although it is, I think, interesting to mention um, a conflict that happened, and I'm forgetting their names. Um... Shoot, I wish that I... Craig? No. Reginald. Craig is always your go-to name on the... Wait, have <laughs> the I last done that episode with the pyramids. <laughs> You're mentioning the different pharaohs and the pharaoh's sons. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, and the second son... Oh, I wish you knew his name. Greg. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always Greg. Uh, well, I was going to say, I think one big name to throw out there that happened between World War II and now is the Dan Blankenship. 
Is that his Blank- name? That was his name. Blankenship. He. Like is that? He's the guy who has spent over like fifty years of his life on the island, and he is the guy who spent the most time out of really anyone ever to like try and find the treasure. He dug like if you watch the Curse of Oak Island, the first few episodes, he's I don't know how long he's on the show for because he's like he 95. actually passed away in the last oh, season. He's so old. Yeah, he was like ninety five when the show started, but they brought him on because he had like. <clears throat> done tons of the island he came up with a lot of the theories of the underground tunnels and cave systems and things that there are now um <clears throat> and he a lot of the tunnels that they dig in throughout the first season like he was a, the original guy who drilled those stuck the pipes in them dug them out and mm-hmm. so they bring him on as kind of like the resident expert of the island to find so out so where... he he didn't like it wasn't his show Mm-mm. but he's no, in the show right he's in the show yeah they brought him on Kay. to help with their exploration pretty much and so so kind of a funny conflict that happened with dave blankenship was i don't know if he was working with this other person and i don't remember the other person's name but was um, it perhaps craig dan blankenship shut up jack no there's actually a guy here there's a craig is there well, there's what, a. There's, what's the last name of Craig? Tester. No, Craig Tester. There's a Dan is, like Hedock or something like that. Uh, the Ked- two Lagina brothers and David Blankenship. So, that's his son, is David. Oh, he's there's, also old. Um, so it, it's not someone that's that is there currently working. Oh well, then I there. can't help you there. But there's this feud between Blankenship and this other person over who has access to the island <clears throat> so the island used to be uh completely an island and you'd have to get out there by a boat and i think it was just before blankenship that they had um created a, a not a bridge but a causeway i guess is the correct term i don't where... even know what the, the causeway is i'm not educated <laughs> <laughs> um they just dumped a bunch of dirt there where oh. there wasn't dirt before, and created a road nice. going out there. Impressive. So that they could get heavy machinery out onto the island and do some really heavy excavation. Mm-hmm. So in this feud, um, one person owns certain parts of the island, but then the other person owns that causeway to get to the island. Oh, really? So then... Um, then the other person actually bought the land on the Canada side of the causeway. So it limits the access to the causeway itself. So it was just this constant back and forth of trying to outdo each other or muscle one person out. And <clears throat> so there's... That's, I think, the... To me... That's the funniest part of that. But Dave Blank, uh, Dave Blankenship did a lot of excavating um, during that time. And one of the things that he did was... So, on the show you'll hear a lot about a specific hole, a borehole, that was um, dug called Borehole 10X. So they call it 10X... From what I understand, they were trying to keep track of all these holes, and so they had a grid system, so it was 
10 and X. Oh, so like like, like Battleship. The X there stands for Extreme. <laughs> extreme hole 10. <laughs> extreme hole. I thought, I thought it was like 10 and then the Roman numeral 10. It's like, it's so weird. <laughs> this is 1I, 2II, 3III, 4IV. No, that's something you put in your arm. The hospital. Oh. What would four be then? Um, I think the Roman numerals are IV, so. (laughs) (laughs) Probably be that. This is a fine merry-go-round you guys are on. (laughs) We're not getting off yet. (laughs) We're speeding it up. So, in 10X, uh, what Dave does... Dave? Dave's the son, Dan's the older guy. So Dan gets these two old, uh, like, have you, so with railroads, you see the normal boxcar, but then you have, like, the oil tankers, liquid tankers, I don't know whatever, what's in them, but he got two of those cylindrical uh, train cars. I know which one you're talking about. Use they're, that. They're they're cylindrical. They are cylindrical. cylindrical. Use that <laughs> in this formation. I thought, I thought you were doing that like, come on, we've gotta keep it moving. <laughs> no, I was trying to do the circle thing. Trying to a circle. Circle, in the air. right, right. Jack just learned his shapes last week, so he's gonna <laughs> He's got to practice that. I didn't want to, so I just know I'm going to butcher that word if I try to say it. <laughs> a can. Looks like a can. Yes. Of soup. A can. Like the ones we're drinking, right? Yeah, now. all right. A can of Outlaw Energy. Is there like a cool description on the can, like with other energy drinks? Uh, it says duct tape. On this. Oh, born in the Wild West. Wow. I don't think uh, grapefruits grow in, grow in the Wild West. Enough. They need a better explanation. Did you guys know that in Guatemala, if you rip the top off of a can, like the yeah, you told me that tab off of a can, and you get the little metal circle with it too, you give it to a girl in the street in Guatemala, she's gonna give you a kiss. Sounds like a good way to transfer AIDS <laughs> or coronavirus. Yeah. Remember to practice your social distancing. Anyway. We are really bad at uh, staying on task today. That's why they call it tangent. Yeah, exactly. That's, who's See, they? The name, the name itself gives us a free license. <laughs> to talk about, like, it's just like, people, they're never on topic. Well, like, no one well yeah. With a name like tangent, okay? If you're upset right now, it's in the name. We warned you. Okay? Yeah. You're warned every time you click yes. on us. Cylindrical. Cylindrical <laughs> oil liquid or things. So he takes a couple of these, uses them. What? No. Oh, man. <laughs> that episode of Drake and Josh where he says, Spherical! <laughs> Cylindrical! The, the new sphere, 720 the or whatever. Sphere. The game sphere, yeah. I'd try to, I'd try to get it back on track. Sorry, yes. Spherical! Okay. <laughs> you give me stomach aches. Stomach aches! And. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to say, Austin? Get it all out. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be more, but I just uh, don't know yet. Just keep going. Like that one episode where you just randomly blurted out testicles. (laughs) 
No, it was. <laughs> you said, I have my spectacles. And then I said, Do you have your testicles? <laughs> just like what the <laughs> well i remember i was sitting there one day and you just like texted me because you were editing it and you're just laughing in the text and you just said you just said testicles on the podcast like, what the heck and then you just sent me the clip to it and i was dying i kept it in i think yeah you, oh you did yeah so i need to put an explicit tag on that episode <laughs> and now this one sorry ryan cylindrical <clears throat> i said it right there you go so he so the problem is that all of these different boreholes and um, wherever they're digging continues to cave in on itself because the the bedrock or I don't know what else you'd call it other than bedrock that's down below is not made of like it's made of pretty porous rock and it dissolves fairly rapidly did they ever find a way to, i can't remember um if we even talked about this is are they still filling up or did those drain holes they made actually succeed like well, the, once once they get like below 110 feet or something like that it starts filling up with water well so as far as on the show when they start on the show there's still water in the main hole in 10x that they're digging yep um <clears throat> so that's one thing they have to fight against is um, there's still water, and what Dan Blankenship had done is he had gone in and, and set, along with these cylindrical tubes, had set, like, these long metal, I don't what were they even for? The big pipes, like, big pipes that he put down there that were super rusted and corroded, and they had to take, they had to take those pipes out so that they could, like, get divers down into the hole, basically. Um, so what they would do is they would draw out the pipe, and every 20 feet, just, like, cut it off and then keep pulling out these huge pipes. And there were, like, two or three of them that they had to when did the, pull out. When did this show first come out? <clears throat> oh, good question. Because I, I, I remember like... when it first came out, and I knew a little bit about Oak Island, and I got crazy excited. The first episode aired January 5th of 2014. Yeah. yeah. So, that was way early on. Yeah, like, I, I, it was filled up at the beginning, but I don't think at that point they they knew to what extent. I don't know if they knew to what extent the flood tunnel system was set up, because there are obviously, like, engineered tunnels to flood this thing if you dug down to a certain depth or hit a certain mm-hmm. point. Um, but yeah, when they got there, I mean, pretty much everything they find within the first few episodes is, like, underwater. So, here's something that I think's interesting. So, while... <clears throat> Now that we're talking about uh, the Laginas, so how they come into the picture. So when they are little kids, they learned about Oak Island reading a Reader's Digest article. And um, I forget which one of them, whether it was Rick or Pretty Marty. sure it was Marty. I think Rick's older. No, Rick's the think... older one. I feel like Rick was the one that was more excited about the treasure hunting and all that. Well, from what I've gleaned, um, I feel like Rick is more, like, passionate about it, and Marty is more the funding for it, because he has more money. Right, right. Um, But Rick is the oldest one, and he was the one who read the article and was like, hey, I want to, like, learn more about this. And going along with that, when they were kids, like, 
uh, he asked his dad, like, before his dad died, he's like, hey, if we find this treasure, like, what do you want us to do with it? And he's like, just do something good with it. And so their whole life, they've, like, just tried to find it. And, I mean, even before the show started, they spent, like, ten years, like, researching and going to the island. Like, obviously, they bought, like, what, 80% of the island? Well, so, I think it was Marty that, for whatever reason, was looking in a Islands for Sale magazine, which... I don't. I don't know where How you. How rich do you have to be to get that magazine? I'm subscribed to Islands for Sale <laughs> monthly. As soon as, as, soon as you hit a certain threshold of making money, they just they send it to you. Yeah. It just comes in the mail. You say you can't subscribe. They subscribe you to it. So, but if I saw that magazine, I'd for sure pick it up. Like that's that would oh, be super I'm, interesting yeah. to me. But he he's flipping through this magazine and he finds Oak Island. And as kids, they were enthralled by this legend of right. of this treasure. So um, Marty calls up his brother and is like, "Hey, you know, this is our chance if you want to go after that treasure." So uh, the two of them, I don't know how much of the island that they actually own. I think it's seventy eight percent. That's a crazy amount. That's a decent amount. I'm pretty sure. Who sells seventy eight percent of an island? Well, and I just like I would like to keep thirty two percent, please. Now it it is important 22%. to to know that. What I say? Thirty two. No, that's what I said. Yeah, it's twenty two percent. That's what I said. Okay. They own around seventy eight percent of the island. God, that's crazy. So <clears throat> they they do have to work with the Canadian government about what things they can actually do on the island because there has been so much attention brought to the island that now the government is kind of stepping in and saying, okay, this is kind of now a historical site. Right. Um, from I know that the, the early people that, um, that lived there, Daniel McGuinness and some of the others that first bought the island and started farming on the island that their properties and original foundation of their homes those are considered considered historical sites and so they're very limited to certain areas what they can do on the island and that's probably where the treasure is yeah and i mean even still they have to they have to get treasure permits treasure permit yeah that's a thing oh yeah Sounds like uh, same under the same umbrella as like volcano insurance. Hey, if I'm on Hawaii, <laughs> I want some of that. <laughs> Which? Oh, I just forgot what that fun thing about Hawaii I learned was. Something to do with coronavirus. Oh, it was something cool. Oh, yes. Anyone there now has to stay there. And I thought, oh, what a horrible place to be stuck for coronavirus on Hawaii. Well, that well, was... it would be even worse <laughs> if you couldn't go out and do anything in Hawaii and you're stuck there. Well, isn't it the same anywhere if you're stuck in? Yeah, but wouldn't it be even more torture to be stuck in like the coolest place in the world and not be able to go do anything? But I think Hawaii is is like nice wherever you're at on the island. <clears throat> I think that's why it's Hawaii. I don't think you need to be on the beach. Everywhere is the beach. You can see the beach from everywhere. That's what I'm saying. 
Can you go to the beach if you're locked down? Like, but you're at the beach. You're in Hawaii. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think Austin's saying you can't go outside though. Right. If because you're on lockdown and because... you're looking at the beach out your window every day, and you're just like, I want to go swimming. I don't. You can't. I've never been a big beach. Why are we fan. talking about Hawaii again? Ryan said he learned something cool about Hawaii. Oh, what'd you learn? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my you gotta put your phone away, man. <laughs> Did I miss that part? better get into this because <laughs> we're never gonna finish this where were we oh. where were we jack oh uh, let's see we, let's start with what you remember and we'll, we'll start from there i think that's a bad idea the, the government won't let them dig in certain places 78 percent treasure permit That's Brad. That's right. Wow. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> something about cutting pipes. Cylindrical. Cylindrical. Uh, so yes, the Laginas <laughs> are now primary owners of the island. They still have a lot of things that they need to work around. So uh, they've gone into 10x into Borehole 10X, um, which Dan Blankenship went in previously with some cameras. He claimed that he saw uh, a skeleton hand on the bottom, what looked like two, um, he called them chests, but two rectangular objects on the bottom. So he goes down into, into 10X, and it looks like a big, um, well, I can't really say big because it's super cloudy down there. But he says it's open. Cloud? Cloudy. Like the water's cloudy. Oh, the water. Oh, I forgot about water. I was just like, there are clouds down there? <laughs> it's a mystical place. Well, so this had to be a decent amount of time ago, right? Oh, it was, I think he started back in the 50s and worked up through the... Wait, so 10X has been around for a while? Oh, yeah, it's uh-huh. been around for... Long I mean, Blankenship worked on the island for 50 years. Jeez. 50 years plus, so... Only that one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you, he said he had a camera. Yeah. Do we have pictures of the skeleton? It's a crappy it's camera. It's from the 70s. It's, like, crappy footage, but... And even, even with some of the cameras that they have nowadays that went down in there, it's so cloudy down there mm-hmm. because of the rock and sediment that's down there just continues to deteriorate and i was thinking about this today that it makes sense that it would be so cloudy because you have the tide going in and out but then not only that you have when they are working when they go down in that area they want to pump out as much water as they can so it's sucking all the water out and that water is being refilled from the ocean so there's this constant movement in and out of Mm. water so all that sediment is just building up. Right. And you, like even in one of the first episodes of the TV series, they stick like a 
Mars lunar rover looking thing down there that goes down <laughs> and it that's, is that's like, pretty big <laughs> well like it's like a mini one um but it's like super i mean there are chunks everywhere in the water so yeah and it even's got a big light on it so even when it's got the light like it's still hard to see it's like if you've ever been driving through a foggy a foggy snowstorm mm-hmm. like wow. huge flakes with big flakes and you turn on the brights and you're like oh it's I can't really see. I'll turn on the brights, and it just—it just makes it worse. It's just like that. It is just like that. <clears throat> Sounds like a dangerous place to be. Well, Dan Blankenship almost died a couple times while he went down there. So, but he claims that he saw the skeleton hand, a couple of rectangles that he thought were chests. He wasn't um, able to grab anything though. And I think he may even have described seeing like a shelf. Like a bookshelf or something? Well, I I remember him saying he saw some type of pillar or something. Oh, I don't remember that. Like a square pillar that he thought was like a beam of some type. But needless to say, he believes it's a room that's down there. Right. So, uh, on one of these times that he almost died, he is down there and starts... I don't know what a crumbling would sound like when you're in the water, but he... He hears noise, and it starts to get a little bit louder, and he feels something hitting on top of him. So then he immediately calls up to take him up, and as they're bringing him up, it kind of just caves down underneath him. Jeez. So he could have died there and would have been the seventh person to die. Isn't that the thing? That's That's the the thing. Seven must die before the island reveals its secret. And we're at six now? Yeah, six, six currently. For, for like a hundred years or something. It's been yeah, a while something since like that. Died here. So from what I from what I remember, so the ten X is a big borehole that's like eight feet wide, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. after they get down like a hundred and eighty feet, there's a twenty seven inch wide, so just under three feet, I guess two and a half feet. Um, hole that goes down into the cavern Mm -hmm. so if he was in that 27 like that's tiny hole to go down yeah um but that's that's kind of how it's set up is it goes down pretty deep and then there's this little borehole that goes down another uh 10 20 feet into the cavern yeah he described it like he was hanging from a pendulum in a dark void therapeutical (laughs) Just made that word up. I, I could <laughs> You could totally sell that market. It's like, come, no, well, I'm that too. But I meant like, come to our, come to the void where you can dangle like a pendulum in the An empty endless, blackness yes. of nothing. <laughs> and Calvin like, Klein. <laughs> <laughs> void, abyss, possession. Pahoom. <laughs> Toilet. To- Toiletta. So. This is a great episode so far. This is the worst episode so far. <laughs> this is my So the, the Laginas are now in the picture. And they... So the biggest thing is, why are they still there? Well, why are they there in the first place? And I think it's because as a kid, as kids, they loved the whole treasure hunt 
um, the romance of treasure hunting. And <clears throat> they are pretty well established. Um, Marty, I think, I think he's into either, either or. Could be just real estate or also into... He's got um, a vineyard as well. Oh, well, that's something I think that's more recent that they've oh, got a yeah. vineyard. But they've got a vineyard. I think they're into real estate, and they also do drilling. I think for oil. Well, now they even have a tour company as well. They do tours on Oak Island. So, so needless to say, they're doing fine. But I was wondering, I'm like, where are they getting the funds for all this? That's them personally. Now, right. I feel like from watching the show. There's a few times that, as I'm watching, I'm noticing, hmm, those are a lot of Ford trucks <laughs> in this TV show. And they pull up to the island, and, hmm, there's the Ford logo right front and center. <laughs> so I think that being on the History Channel, being a, a big right, being ticket a, show... Which is owned by Disney. History's owned by Disney? Yep. Are you serious? Dead serious. Wait, no. Is it? Am I thinking of National Geographic? Uh, National Geographic. That wouldn't surprise me. I could see them owning National Geographic. Um, A&E Networks owns the History Channel, so... But who owns A&E Networks? It's so weird that, like, these sub-companies own sub-companies, which own sub-companies. Andy Networks is owned by the Walt Disney Company. Oh, what did I tell you? Oh my gosh. This is ridiculous. Yes. Business segment of the Walt Disney Company. You should have a, a Disney section Guys, of your I show. Got it. Maybe the uh, Walt Disney Company is getting people to try and dig in the pit on Oak Island. Everyone that uh, falls in the pit and dies secretly gets transported to be an actor in the It's a Small World ride. Wow, that is terrifying. That's how oh. Disney is getting their uh, people there. Or... They lost Walt Disney's head, <laughs> and that's what they're looking for. I was going to say, what if Walt He's cryogenically frozen at the bottom of the pit. It's like, guys, he fell down! <laughs> Go well, get him! So Dan Blankenship was actually saying that when they drilled into the hole, because he drilled that borehole down into the cavern, mm-hmm. he said they think they cut the head off of that corpse down there, too. He's like, yeah, I think we cut right through the head. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah, that's my... Like, things with, like, archaeology and um, treasure hunting and all the like is... I mean, yeah, you got to dig, but how do you know where to dig, and how do you know you're not just blasting right through the treasure? How do we know they just haven't drilled right through it already, like 10 years so ago? That's a really good question. I think there's two things to to bring up with that. So first of all, they don't know where the money pit is, like well, we talked about. They lost time. it. The original one. Because there is so many other... No, they know where the original one is. Now they do. But there's there have been so many holes dug that when they got onto the island, they didn't know where oh. the original money pit hole was. There was so much effort put on 10X that Dan Blankenship thought that that was going to be... That, that that was the treasure that mm-hmm. was connected to the to the thing. But the Laginas sent that camera down there. They couldn't really definitively say if there was anything down there. 
In 10X? In 10X. Okay. So, Laginas get on. They don't know where the original money pit is. And so, that's one of the things that they're trying to find. I forget the other part of your question. Uh, how did they not already drill through the treasure? Ah, yes. So, the point is to find to find the original money pit hole, but then to see what else there is on the island. Because there's all of these different theories about different flood tunnels or other potential secret passageways that could lead down to this cavern or this the room, room or, whatever. or some other way to get down to the treasure. And so, how do they find it? So, what is... This kind of goes back to my thing about how they finance the show where I was talking about Ford. It seems like there's certain companies that seem to be highlighted in the show in such a way that it wouldn't surprise me that they're probably getting a discount. Right. Um, But they're doing some very interesting things right now and they're in the seventh season now um, where they are using, so the big technologies that they're using is obviously um, metal detecting, uh, and they've found several. I would say the majority of their biggest finds have been through metal detecting. <clears throat> um, doing, ooh, what do they call it? Lidar. Lidar, yeah. What's that stand for? It's um, what. What does it stand for? It's it's like deep penetrating <clears throat> radio signals. It's like light infrared. What is it? Um, laser. Let's see. Light detection and ranging is what it is. So it's basically kind of like a depth. No, because lidar is what they used when they had the the uh, airplane going over like the Amazon. Right. And they were using LiDAR. They used, yeah, they used LiDAR to find like huge civilizations. But this is where they're using ground penetrating stuff and they pull a device along a sled. Isn't that like sound? Like echolocation? It's like the depth sensing technology, right? Right. Is that the one they've been using the whole time, right? Like they'll have a little thing that they walk around with and they can like sense where cavities are in the ground or whatever right and it goes down to something like 200 feet or something right. and it'll tell them like hey this cavity starts at this point and... or there's some kind of irregularity in the soil here right. so they've used that a lot um the big thing that they're using right now is i don't know what this would be called technically but they Instead of dynamiting the whole place like the previous guys did to try and seal up these flood oh, tunnels. Get the dynamite. <laughs> Ground penetrating radar. That's what it's called. Huh. Guidar? Well, that guidar. Well, it wouldn't be guy because it'd be. Is it, penetrating is it radar, and then so Have you guys seen The Office? Ooh, snake cams. Like in <laughs> Rainbow Six. Remember that? What? Rainbow Six, the original Rainbow Six Vegas. This is so bad. They put snake cams under the floor. <laughs> oh, sorry. So this is the most tangents I have. Yeah. This is so bad. <laughs> hey, we warned them with the name, okay? <laughs> Sorry, Jack, what were you saying? I don't remember. What was I saying? Something about something. I don't know. Guidar? Oh, Guidar. I was going <laughs> to make a joke. Have you guys seen The Office? Yeah. The, 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 the Gaydar. The, the Gaydar. Yeah. yeah. That's, I was, that's all I was going to say. 
It's like a gaydar. Did you guys see the thing that Steve Carell put out where yeah. he had the mug that said Toby started COVID-19? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, back to uh, Gaidar. technologies. Gaidar and... Ground penetrating radar. Grind. Gr- grinder? Grout. Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. Did I see you on there last week? You know what, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get pulled out. <laughs> so they've used um, the ground penetrating radar. Big thing that they're doing now is they're setting off charges to send down like a sound wave. So it's essentially like a whale making its sounds in the ocean. <laughs> yes. I think that was a humpback. So, yeah, apparently two episodes I did the uh, dial-up noise, and this episode, <laughs> That's right, this episode you, you, get the, you get to do the whale one. So it's like that. But, <laughs> Just like that. But in the ground instead. So it, they do a small charge, and it basically just looks like a... If you've ever made an M80 or something and put it in the dirt and it just <laughs> sends up a little bit of dirt. It's what it looks like. Hmm. But they're able to get an accurate view of what's down below. So it's they're not just doing like a couple of these. They'll put out a couple hundred of these in a grid system. And they try and set up a 3D image of what's down below. Hmm. Technology. Technology. So... <clears throat> so they create this 3D image of, and I mean, it's like a fuzzy 3D image. They can't, like, get right. an exact thing. I, I imagine there's a lot of rocks in that image. <laughs> Do they mistake rocks for treasure? No, they don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they can very clearly, with today's technology, they, it's like a bat or a whale, Q Austin, <laughs> so like you were gurgling at the beginning. I think the first one was a lot better. Yeah, it was. Well, you can't just you can't put him on the spot a, yeah, just like that. Just throw a whale impersonation at me and willy nilly. So a whale knows the difference between another whale or a rock. Are you saying I don't know map. the difference between a whale and a rock? I don't know. <laughs> you ever seen a whale? <laughs> seen a lot, seen a lot of rocks. <laughs> Are you sure they weren't whales? I don't know now. I'm questioning everything. This is not good. <laughs> this is so bad. What'd you put in these drinks, right? It's the passion. Yeah, it's, it's the passion. <laughs> So help me if I dream weird tonight. <laughs> our encounter on the next episode will be our erotic dreams that we had. <laughs> Three image. Next time I'm not listening to one of your episodes before coming on. You, you, are you channeling Jack and I now? See, I am. The first episode was rather like intellectual and well prepared. This episode, I'm not saying it's any less well prepared. <laughs> it's just more along the lines of what we normally do. <laughs> Ryan's a bit more comfortable, and yeah. we're a bit more comfortable with Ryan now. Yes. Well, I had a. I was 
in a very different state of mind previously. And now, let's move on. So, <clears throat> 3D images. So they know what's rocks and what's not. So Can they determine that by the way that like the waves like bounce off the material or the way it comes back? So yeah. Just like if you are in a soundproof studio or if you're just in a regular living room and you can hear the way that things are echoing different than if you're in a bathroom it just sounds different. Right. So in the same way, they know the way that those pressure waves are bouncing off of objects that are down below the soil. They're able to go 300 feet down or something like that with with these a lot of sensors. So they kind of combine all of these different technologies together. They have those explosions, give them a 3D image of what's going on in the area and where to focus their attention. Then they do six-inch core drilling. It's very small. They only need a a sample to come up so that they know what's down below. Okay. And because they have this 3D image, they're able to get within 10 feet of where they need to be. So in Season 7... They find a lot of the a lot of the problems that they have is trying to differentiate the differentiate between original treasure or original the hiders of the treasure, their activity, and between searcher activity. And searcher activity would be all of the different companies and people that have been just Blowing up the place, drilling stuff, creating their own shafts. So they're constantly running into these things like, oh, we just pulled up wood. Do we know if it's searcher activity wood, where they just created a shaft trying to get down into the money pit? Or is this actually from the money pit? And so they do this core drilling, and they know... I don't think that they use 10X as the original spot. It was a different hole that they knew that exact location, and they knew that it was one of those tunnels that they had tried to go down and tunnel over to the money pit. Mm -hmm. So they did these six-inch boreholes, found that um, searcher activity wood structure down there that had caved in and been buried, and they bring up these samples, and they follow that tunnel that was down there back to and as they're bringing up those wood samples they're using what's called dendrochronology. Ooh, that sounds neat. Which is basically just using the rings of a tree. Oh. That you take a cross section of it. Mm-hmm. And you count how old the tree is. And I'm not totally sure, but they're somehow able to also determine when the tree was cut down as oh, well. wow. Maybe that has something to do with, like... I feel like that. I feel like there's something common between uh, any trees that you... Uh, that you'll take a cross-section of. 
that they're going to have similar patterns year to year that you can be like, oh, in these three years, there was a really, really period of cold winter and not a lot of moisture. And this is the pattern that you see in these tree rings, no matter what tree that you cut mm-hmm. down. Perhaps that's the way. I don't know. I could be just blowing smoke and I have no idea what I'm saying. I think that's how they can tell by the <clears throat> thickness of the rings, like how, right. you know, how good that year was and then match that up with weather patterns and different things. So. Right. Um, so they determine what is searcher activity wood that's been cut. They follow it back and they believe that they now have the money pit because they have these these wood samples that date back to 1760s, 1730s. So they're in the time when it was previous to the original people that found and started digging in the money pit. Wow. So they... It's a long time ago. Right. So that's that's the biggest... That's the biggest thing that the Laginas have been trying to do is prove that these legends of what happened on Oak Island to prove that they're true and they're still happening. One of those is we talked earlier about... Um, that they put dye down in the money pit and they found dye coming out on different sides of the island. In some of the excavation that they're doing in Smith's Cove, and if you look on Google Maps, you saw where um, it shows where they've essentially created that wall, that structure that they've been able to dig out where it would have been underwater. So they're digging out there trying to find the... um, these flood tunnels that are supposed to be out in in Smith's Cove and they do the dye test again but they do the dye test with a specific I guess you call it chemical uh, chemical composition of this dye so that wherever they think it's coming out they can test it and they know specifically if it is that dye it's not just Oh, it's kind of red coming out, but oh, it looks like it was actually this red rock that was making it look red. Wow, that would be quite the coincidence. It would be quite the coincidence, but there's a lot of skeptics out there that like to believe in those kinds of things. Fair enough. I mean, So yeah. everything that they're doing is trying to definitively prove some of these things that are actually going on. Right. So they put this dye in, and the dye is coming out in Smith's Cove. They get a sample of that, and they test it, and it exactly matches definitively. There is no other way that that could have gotten where it was unless there was a more or less a tunnel or a flood tunnel that was, or cavity in the rock or some way that it was getting, what was the length of that? I think it's 300 feet. I think it's about 300 feet. Smith's Cove was on the east, right? Yeah. It's on the east side. I think it was 300 feet away from... From 10X? From the money pit. From the money pit. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that they're... Because they weren't putting dye down in the money pit, because they just barely found that. I don't think it was 10X that they were putting that dye down They were putting some dye down in, I believe it was 10X. There's one that's just northeast of 10X. It's 20... Is this in one of the recent episodes that you saw? Yeah. So they did that test, and then they did the test again 
in season seven. Mm-hmm. And this is this is where in season seven that they did the the chemical composition test right, okay. between them. So I'm not sure which borehole it wasn't. It wasn't the original Money Pit, but they definitively can show that the dye is traveling through an underground passage and coming out in Smith's Cove. Right. <clears throat> so some of the most important things to now talk about are the some of the big things and discoveries that they have found. The Laginas the while Laginas. they've been there. So they found Okay, so this is in another borehole. This is in eight borehole sounds like something you'd call like a boring teacher. What a borehole. <laughs> it's true. He's right. <laughs> so in borehole H eight. Hit and sunk. Hit <laughs> Sorry, I I couldn't resist. You sunk my battleship. Ha uh, borehole hate. H eight eight. Uh, they pour. They pulled out a borehole H eight. Um, what has been tested as human bones? Ooh. Human bones of two different people. Oh, because they did DNA testing. And I mean, they're just they're just bone fragments, not a whole skeleton, right? But I mean, this is. This is coming out of a small core sample that they're that they're drilling down, and they're seeing what they pull up. And right. They pulled up. Um, that's that's these bone samples. Nice. So I don't know how they would get down there, but both We're, of these are European. Oh. In their DNA testing, European in origin, and the other one is Middle Eastern. Hmm. So, aliens. I, <laughs> aliens could be aliens. Are they able to tell with testing how old they are? Probably, right? I imagine they'd be able to. I feel like they would be as well. I don't remember. I, I think that. Look it up, Austin. Oh, man. <laughs> what was that? There's nothing. Was that a blue whale that I heard? Sperm. Oh, a sperm whale. That was the only three types of whales I know. <laughs> Did you? I heard recently learned that there's something called a false killer whale. Ooh, it's like what? a little bit smaller than a killer whale and looks like a killer whale, but is not. It's a false killer whale. Yeah, never, never knew until yeah. now. You don't see that in any other species, like a any, false human, any human that's a little bit smaller than me, but I looks that's like me. Racism. <laughs> human <laughs> false chihuahua it's like watch out for that chihuahua oh it's not a chihuahua don't worry chihuahuas are already smaller than every other dog though so about the dating of bone fragments is mm-hmm. that what you're asking mm-hmm. so they use radiocarbon dating um let's see <laughs> is it wiener elementary again did you hear that on the last, no. the Pyramids one? I was, like, looking at this website, this, like, intellectual website for some resources I had found, and there was a link to wienerelementary.com. 
I'm pretty sure it was Weiner, but it was spelled <laughs> like Weiner Elementary. We were we were dying for like 30 straight seconds. Oh, there's a Curse of Oak Island Lego set. That's, wow, that's dude, neat. um, that was cool looking. This <laughs> says radiocarbon dating can't be trusted. Anyone who watches the show knows the only accurate way to date something is to sniff it like a fine wine, which is true. They do sniff a lot of stuff on that show. Well, they sniff the wood fragments because apparently you can tell by the smell if the wood is fresh or if it's, like, super old. And so some of the stuff that they sniff, they can tell right off the bat. Not not how old it is, but be like, this is super old. It stinks like it's rotten or this still smells like pine, so it's new. Like, whatever, you know. But... Um, hmm. as for radio dating the bone, I know that carbon dating and stuff in general can be a little iffy because it's possible that carbon can decay or like the decay process can be altered by the environment you're in and things like that. Just different things can, can cause that to, to vary. So... Who knows how accurate bone dating is? I mean, obviously it's the best we have, but I don't know. Another item that they found. You with us, Jack? Yeah, sorry, oh, I was okay. reading on the bone, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> last time we lost you. <laughs> yeah, you did lose me last time, Mario. <laughs> so, um another very significant item that they found. Uh, through metal detecting was a cross okay an iron cross that they dated uh so and it really iron cross lead cross iron and lead they're the same thing i don't know if you can call them the same thing but the very graphite cross, cross. oh a nanotube cross Ooh. anywho um they're able to test lead in such a way, lead is interesting because of the, the different things that go into make lead. And depending on where you're at in the world, it's going to have different a different composition of, of things going into the lead. So what's very interesting with lead is not only are they able to determine how old the lead is, they're able to pinpoint pretty close to which region on earth mm. that it came from very cool so they found this cross and found it in smith's cove that if you look at it you can see that um at the bottom of the cross looks like it's carved two um feet two legs weird like like it has legs the cross has legs so it's a, it's essentially a, it's a crucifix with someone on the cross oh so oh. you put two and two together this is Jesus on the cross oh not if so where that. this is significant is in a lot of the theories of what is going on in Oak Island is that whatever is on the island was put there by the Knights Templar ooh which dates back to early 1700s, 1600s, which is when this cross was dated. Uh, actually, earlier than that, I think this was dated to possibly as early as 1500s. But they know for sure, 
based on the composition of this cross, that it came from Europe. So we talking like the Holy Grail level stuff? That's one of the theories, is that um, the Knights Templar, in after going through their crusade of gathering all of the holy relics in the Old World, that as the as the Knights Templar was losing its um, its standing in the world, mm-hmm. that they knew that these relics were going to be taken by someone else. And so in order to um, keep them in the right hands, or keep merely just to keep them out of the wrong hands, mm-hmm. they needed to put it somewhere. And so there are journals of people having connections to the Knights Templar, including... Um, specifically, oh, I forget his name. It's a French, French captain. Captain Kidd. Nope. Napoleon Bonaparte. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Was he French? He's, he's very, very famous. Yeah. Henry, is it Henry? No. No, that's not him. Hugo Loris? He's the current one. Oh, football team. Never mind. <laughs> I I remember who you're talking about, but I can't Anywho. remember his name. So there is a French captain that has ties to the Knights Templar and... Is it not Captain Kidd? No. no. That's a pirate. Is it Duke D'Anville? Uh, Don V. Duke Don V. Yeah, Duke Don V. That was his name. Yeah. So the Duke Don V um, is known to have regularly talked about his connections with the Knights Templar. And he comes over to the New World, to America, and there is a French um, a French military, I don't want to say a compound, but a military base that is just 80 miles north, I think it's about 80 miles, mm-hmm. north of of Oak Island. So one of the other theories, if it's not the Knights Templar, perhaps the French, then as they're over here in the New World, and England is starting to come in and, and take over the New World, and the French and English were enemies at the time, is it possible that the French just took a bunch of their treasure? And this is a huge base. If you look it up, this is a massive, massive base that is to the north of Oak Island. Is it possible that the French, just to prevent their enemies from getting their treasure, because it's, it's better for it's better to just lose the treasure than to fall in your enemy's hands. Right. Did they, with a massive amount of manpower, did they come and just bury a bunch of their treasure <clears throat> on Oak Island? What kind of supports this is thinking of the flood tunnel systems that are there. If you look at the French base, it is... Okay. I want to say the name Brown is in there or something. Rose Blanc? Is it... Fortress de Louisbourg. Oh, maybe that's it. Brown is nowhere in there. 
bring up a picture of Lewisburg. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Go back up to that picture. Click on that one. Yep, that's the one. So... Where is this? You're lying to me. <laughs> Fortress de Lewisburg. Type it in. You could probably just do Lewisburg... Fortress of Lewisburg? Just do Lewisburg, Nova Scotia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Is that it? Yeah. Zoom in on that. That guy right there? Zoom in... That's yeah, a historical that's site. That's the one. So... Okay, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good size. So if... Uh, so if you see at the south, kind of the Pentagon house-looking structure. Oh, uh, hold on. Okay. Just trying to get it. <clears throat> Pentagon. Go south. South. A little bit more. More. Right there. That huge thing. Oh, this thing? Yeah. Okay, what is this? So it's like a baseball diamond that got fat. <laughs> the big gray rectangle, that is one big, long military building. And then the rest of that house-looking shape mm-hmm. is all a big uh, wall. So a that's wall. a big courtyard that you're looking that you're looking at. Okay. <clears throat> so where that house kind of comes to a peak, mm-hmm. there are I don't want to say flood tunnels, but there are tunnels, sewage tunnels that come off of there in the shape of a cross. And they have really? if you're if you look at some of the historical pictures with this military site, these are very sophisticated tunnels. And this would all be below sea level cuz they are right up next to the water and they're digging down in a swamp area and where that cross comes out um from those tunnels is right in swampland area. So the French have experience with digging in a swamp and um, creating these tunnel systems in a flood environment. Interesting. So... So currently that's my theory. They could have been the ones that made those flood tunnels. Could be. Could be. That's one of the theories... That's personally what I feel makes the most sense because whatever's on Oak Island had to be something that, yeah, 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 yeah. In that picture, this one or one before that one right there, you can see that there's a cross <clears throat> at the top of of that, and that oh, is yeah. okay. They have pictures of the tunnels that are in that area. You might need to put these pictures on Sochmead when we post about Sochmead. it. Because the viewers probably have no idea what we're talking about. Sure, and Listeners, it's, and it's, but... it's difficult to... Well, not difficult. It's not difficult to find all this information, but it, it is difficult to find it if you don't know what specific right. names to type in or what you're really looking for. Um, but currently, that's what I kind of buy into what where Oak Island yeah. stuff could have come from, as I think is a French... Well, there's another, kind of to go with the Templars, so there's a rock, a really famous rock with um, some carvings on it called the Overton Stone that's 
just pretty much northeast of Oak Island on the mainland of Nova Scotia. And it's a rock that has a carving <clears throat> of the Templar cross with like an egg-shaped oval drawn around it and then some tobacco leaves and like a crescent moon. And the carvings themselves like look pretty recently carved, but they've had experts come in and determine that they're in fact really old carvings, so they could have been left by Templars. But the the carving with it has these four dots kind of on the end of each cross would maybe signify toward the Portuguese as well. Templars of Portuguese origin. So Didn't that's something that. else that could tie the area to, to Templar people, which is really interesting. <clears throat> um, but yeah. So Templars is a theory of of what of how this came to be mm-hmm. um and as you watch the sh- the history show the history channel curse of oak island show it gets there's it <laughs> being on national television brings out all kinds of people out of the woodwork i think <laughs> um coming up with all of these different theories of yeah. how things connect and so some of the thoughts is that it could be um, the original works and writings of Shakespeare. I don't know why on earth. See, in my mind, why? that's not why? even that valuable. <laughs> yeah, it just or, doesn't make why, sense. Why would it be something to dig down hundreds of feet to yeah. either preserve or hide? Wasn't Shakespeare like not even a real person or something like that? That's the, yeah, that's a thought that... A theory that either Shakespeare, if he was a real person, they don't know his identity, or the other thought is that it could be Francis Bacon. 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 Like uh, Kevin Bacon. Yes. I believe he's related to Francis Bacon. No. So Francis Bacon was in Footloose, is what you're telling me. (laughs) Footloose is Shakespeare, Illuminati confirmed. (laughs) Q. QAnon? No, no, QAnon. That too. I mean, uh, Q as in Q U E U E. The oh. the, the, the X Files music. Thank you. I was thinking about just you know putting that in later, but that saves me some time. This is as good as whatever you're gonna find. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a high quality soundboard right here. Uh, our band uh, Cherry Soda. Yes. So the way that you read into uh, Bacon and Illuminati confirmed and Shakespeare and all is what it feels to me like when you're watching the history show. (laughs) They're like, this and this ties into this and therefore I think this is Queen Elizabeth's crown itself. It is buried down by that. And to me, I just... It just doesn't make any sense at all. See, right. that's what's kind of fun about the whole Oak Island thing, though, is there are so many theories out there that are completely crazy. It's that, good It's good for everyone. Right. Whatever you want to plug in. But that's also kind of why I like the show, because I feel like Marty is the one who's very, like, analytical about it and, like, show me the proof. And yeah. Rick is the one yeah. who's like, let's just do it. Let's dig. Right. Like, let's find out what's here. Let's just do it for fun. Like, so it kind of gives a good... <clears throat> play to the show like a good I, I'm just curious like there's a whole nother option of maybe there's just 
Nothing. Nothing. Not a single thing. So that's another theory is that either one is this one a hoax that someone played, which doesn't make sense to right. me. Why no. why would someone spend that much time for a hoax? The biggest middle finger to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the shape of a hand. Watch him, watch him find that skeleton hand, and it's just the middle finger. <laughs> the, the, the first troll of the world. I don't, I don't buy into the hoax idea. There's too much there to show that it was way too difficult for someone back then, and to spend that much time, that much money. Because whoever, whoever you have there, it costs money to have that many people digging there or doing whatever they were doing there. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, look how difficult it is for us today to dig this kind of stuff. Have you ever tried to dig, like, a big hole Dude, as a kid? A big... No, I haven't. I did. it sucks. <laughs> like... Me and my friend would dig holes in his backyard all the time, and his mom would get rather upset. We'd well, have to fill okay. them in. But it was it was a good time. But, yeah, it was hard. Like, I used to landscape, and we had to dig trenches that were a couple feet deep for sprinkler were pipe and World stuff. Were you in World War I? Huh? Yes. Were you in... Oh. Uh, trench warfare, my buddy. <laughs> Um, but digging holes sucks, like... So, get this. When I was a kid, my my dad was trying to find where the main water line was coming into the house. He had to do something with it. We were doing a lot of house construction, putting in a new, uh, new garage and new driveway and everything. So he's trying to find this, and he says, I think it's in this area, and it can't be that deep. So we're digging this five-foot-long, probably three-foot-wide... So that we can fit down in there. Uh-huh. And we just start digging down. We're like, oh, it's probably only going to be a couple feet down. Dude, mains are like six feet deep. We dug <laughs> seven feet down just trying to find this stupid pipe. And couldn't find it in that hole. So then we get out and my dad's sitting there thinking, oh, okay, maybe, maybe it's over here. <laughs> so we start digging another hole. And by the end of this, we had four different holes in our yard, and it was freaking trench warfare. And kids would literally jump in these holes and start hucking dirt clogs in each other. <laughs> but this, like, has to be what the Laginas feel like, because they just dig a hole. It's got to be right like, here. Right here. This is where it is. And they dig a hole, and there's nothing there. And then they dig another hole, and there's it's nothing It's like that there. one movie with uh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was called uh, uh, Holes. Was that it? No, there were some of those in there. The boof. That's awful. That's so bad. It's the buff. I love all the memes where it's just like you're stuck Maybe it is in LaBeouf. a dark home, like in a dark room. All the lights are off. There's a faint glow, and in the corner you see him. Shia LaBeouf. I have never seen those. <laughs> Did you ever, have you seen Actual Cannibal? No. You never see Actual uh-uh. Cannibal? Oh, we're gonna show you that after. It's amazing. <clears throat> I guess my point is though is like, with all the issues that the Laginas have, digging in holes that have already been dug yeah. and like are already there, and they still have so many issues, like doing all that and engineering in ancient days like well not necessarily ancient days but hundreds of years ago would have sucked speaking of engineering of hundreds of years ago go check out the pyramid episode yes pyramids anyway yes no it would have been like so much work and i i mean how many people are working on that show probably like oh there's tens 
Well, thirty. Are you are you saying like just working directly with Laginas, or are you saying how many people are digging holes and stuff like that? I don't know. What I'm saying is probably there's a lot more people working on it now than there was whoever originated the money pit. There's probably not that many people that did it. So I don't know know, though, because if it's as if it is at all as sophisticated as that French fort that's north of Oak Island. Could have taken a lot of people. I think it's dozens and. I guess that's fair. People. I guess I was just thinking it was just a you know like a pirate crew kind of thing, but. But even there, some pirate crews, some pirate ships had three hundred people on them. Wow, that seems like a safety hazard. <laughs> <laughs> They're breaking some kind of fire code. <laughs> There's there were some massive ships that required. I didn't hear ships. I didn't either. <laughs> Indoor it's all plumbing. that scurvy. Indoor plumbing. <laughs> well, like, I mean, there are Heart lots attack. of theories. So Dan Blankenship is one of the first to, like, he was one of the first to theorize of all these underground tunnels and caverns connected together, like a huge maze of complicated tunnels underground. And if that's true, like, I don't think a couple of guys or a small pirate crew could have yeah, done that themselves. Yeah, that's a good point. You know? One of the leading theories is that they had a bunch of slaves that did it. Yeah. And... Blankenship was even saying that when they dug and he thinks they went through that guy's head, they actually brought up like bits of chain. And so they were thinking that they there were, would have been a slave like chained to a post down there and he died down there. And like, you know, their slave labor was free at the time. So <laughs> I guess you're right. That's technically true. So like that's not that far fetched of a theory. I don't think to think that they had a bunch of slaves. You know, come in and dig all these underground tunnels and do right. it for them. And... But then it has to be some some large organization that's able to have that many slaves, I would think. Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't pirates take slaves, though, too? When they would conquer people, they would... Sure, but I think even some pirates had... had uh, what do you call it? An armada? They'd have, like, five different ships sailing yeah. along with them. Yeah. So. I guess that's, yeah, no, that's true. A fleet. Fleet. That's what we're going for. Yeah. What does an armada mean? I'm pretty sure it's Hey, like Google, what does armada thing? mean? Here's the definition of armada. A fleet of warships. Bam! Wow. So, what's the point of, okay, so a fleet is just. <laughs> I don't know. Fleet is just regular ships, but when you say armada, it then becomes warships. Needless to say, <laughs> it took a lot of people, in my opinion, to do whatever they did on Oak Island. I will say this. I believe armada is technically referring to Spanish fleets. What? Who? Why? Armada is a Spanish word. You're a Spanish it word. Means like, <laughs> it means like heavily armored, pretty much. So I believe that armada refers to Spanish fleets of, like, heavily armored warships. Yeah. I'm going to corroborate that right now. Are I never sure? expect the same Spanish sure? Inquisi- is, Inquisition. Maybe is something like Armada Guadalupe. <laughs> Our sisters, ladies. Guadalupe of the mountains. Um, a Spanish naval invasion force. So it yep. wasn't... Well, actually, that's also another theory is that it could be Okay, so this this is another one that they think could be Spanish ships because they have found Spanish gold and Spanish coins on the island. And not not only that, but then there's also the 
I guess you call it documented, in people's journals that they've seen that some of the original people that started digging on the island, uh, I forget his name. Oh, but was the guy that would pay for stuff with was Spanish Was supposedly gold. using Spanish gold yeah. in the town close by to pay for stuff. So that's also a thought. But then, I mean, maybe it's not exactly a Spanish ship. Maybe it was taken over by pirates. Pirates is also the other theory that we've gone over before. Well, they've also found Aztec artifacts there, too, what they believe to be Aztec artifacts, which... Really? Yeah, which would lend to the theory of the Spanish conquering a Peruvian... Well, the Spanish going to conquer a Peruvian city... Yeah, and they took all their gold up to... Yeah, the Peruvians ditched because there was a conquistador. But why would that be Spanish gold? Conquistador. What a fun word. I don't know. Why would they have Spanish gold? Maybe they conquered the... Well, so here's what happened. So there's this theory that one of the conquistadors, I don't remember who, went to an ancient Peruvian city that was supposedly super rich. And he was like, took a bunch of guys on shore and he left a bunch of guys there. And he's like, hey chill with my friends for a little bit i'm gonna go home for a little bit and (laughs) then come back with some more friends but his plan was to just go home and get a huge army to wipe out this city so then like five years or a couple i think it was two years later he comes back and the city's completely ditched all his friends that he left there are gone so i'm assuming that maybe they had some gold with them and took it up there i don't know but that's one of the theories is that there were some native americans that came down from the area, Mayans, Aztecs, Incas, whatever they would have been. But well, yeah. I've directly seen Aztec artifacts, supposed Aztec artifacts found on Oak Island. Do you know, do you remember what those, yeah, what those artifacts were? Let's see. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember this at all, other than that thought of maybe, not necessarily that, that it was El Dorado, but... The Aztecs took all their gold and they hid it up there. Which, that just doesn't make sense to me. Why would you go that far? I feel like... Maple syrup. Maple syrup. Nobody does it like the Canadians. <laughs> or so I've been told. I... So have, have you ever gotten the maple syrup that's like in the in the Canada... In the maple glass jar? No, I got great value glass jar uh, syrup. And <laughs> it's not good. I'll tell you that. So, I don't remember who I was talking to, but they said they're up in Canada, and they can get that maple syrup for, like, a dollar. What? Crazy dirt cheap. I saw that in Walmart. It was, like, eight dollars. I know. Maple syrup is crazy expensive. But it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty good. Anything yet, Austin? <laughs> I forgot Austin. What was, what was Austin time for you. He's looking up Aztec artifacts. Oh, right, right. Um, well, while, while he's looking for that, um, one of the other big things that... Well, one of the other things that they found on the island that is very interesting is what is currently titled Nolan's Cross. And the reason they call it Nolan's Cross is because Frederick Nolan... Oh, Nolan was the name of the guy! Whoa, jeez. <laughs> so sorry. It was Dan Blinkenship and Fred Nolan that were in the fight. Ah, ah, that was like two hours ago, man. Yes, I know it was. <laughs> it was forever ago. 
but we're there now. We got it. It's Nolan. So Nolan found that there is this cross on the island that the same cross are these huge different. It's not a lead cross, but it is laid out in boulders. There's these massive boulders that are roughly ten tons. Wow, huge boulders. That's a big boulder. In the boulder has like a drilled hole that someone might use for surveying. Okay. So back in the day, what they used to do whenever they were surveying is you want to have something that's going to stay stay there. Nothing's going to move it from its place so that you can have an accurate line so that you can do your surveying. Right. So these massive boulders have these um, these holes in them. That when you line up how they survey, I guess, when you're lining them up, they make a perfect cross. And what? not just a cross like in an X, but like as in a like, crucifix. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it, it lines up so exactly that you can't look at those and, and say, oh, this is just a natural Can thing. Can you look that up? Yeah. Just look up. Nolan's Cross, Oak Island. I type in Nolan and it comes up with Nolan's Cross. Because Google's listening, man. Google is listening. Also, I've searched Oak Island things like 30 times in the last hour, so. That's a good point. Uh, Why is it showing me like an aerial view of a dirt path? So, oh, so there you go. That's a good, that's a pretty good picture. So it shows you where those rocks are, those boulders are laid out, and it so perfectly matches. And the on the the cross where the your arms would be if you were crucified on that cross, right? Those boulders on those arms are the exact distance from the center of that line of those boulders. So it's it's not just that some people are just connecting these boulders. There are five different massive boulders that what's the point of that middle one then i'm wondering you only need four to you know make that line so what's interesting is fred nolan where the cross intersects he dug at the bottom of there and found another huge massive boulder exactly in the middle of that cross that supposedly had some writing on the on the boulder wait this middle one right so it doesn't show because it... No, not that one. So where the arms cross the center. Yeah, right there. Right, right. okay. So he dug right there and supposedly found a massive boulder that had writing on it, but then also the boulder looked like a human face. Ooh. This one? Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, so Nolan's cross is pretty huge. Of something that doesn't make sense how it could be there naturally. Yeah, that's a little weird. Something that they found in the... I believe this is the seventh season. Oh, wait. Could have been the sixth season of Oak Island. What do you find in there, Jack? Uh, is... I don't know what this is. Never mind. Nolan's Cross Tree of Life? is What is that? Oh, that's another... That's another one of the theories going to... Uh, Templars and... So, I mean, like I said, there's different, all kinds of different people that will come in onto the show, and sometimes it seems like... That's terrifying. (laughs) 
looking at a picture of that face, of that rock that looks like that face. Someone here thinks Oak Island and the Bermuda Triangle are linked. Well, there's that current, I think, that comes up. Remember that current? You're that current. Well, one of the theories that would substantiate the whole Aztec or Inca or Maya theory is that they had a treasure galleon when they were fleeing the city with their treasure that took them all the way up there. And they got blown off course. So, one of the other theories to to corroborate the Inca, Mayan, Aztec, whatever, is that Francisco Pizarro was promised a room full of gold for sparing the life of the Incan king, I believe. Um, King? They had kings in the Inca Inca land? The Inca king Atahualpa. And so Francisco Pizarro was promised a room full of gold, and they think that they could have created the Oak Island Money Pit as his room of gold. Or that the Spaniards looted all the gold from the American Native Americans and took it up there to bury it. Or that the Incas just went up there themselves and did it. I can't find my mouse. So, oh, as for it. artifacts, I can't remember where I saw that they'd found artifacts there from that, but... Okay. Yeah. We yeah. are at an hour 40. Do we want to keep going, or, like, do we still have stuff for a third episode? Oh, we got tons of stuff for a third episode. Okay. You think so? I feel like I'm like I'm wrapping this yeah, up. Yeah, like, we're, we're talking think, about theories right now. I don't think I've got too much more to I think we could say. go into all the theories of, like, why it was built on I mean, third episode. Yeah, we could go into all those, but I c- some of them are just, like... That would be fun, though, to go into the crazy know. ones. That's what Tangent's about, man. I don't know. Some of... To me, some of... Okay. So this goes to how I feel about the History Channel's show on Oak Island in general, is that it seems like there's a lot of it that just feels like they're just filling time, and it gets real annoying. That's a problem with big TV network. Constantly. If it was like a private documentary, then it would be good, but... And I mean, okay, so each, each episode is roughly 30 minutes... Uh-huh. And you could honestly cut out 80 to 90% of the episode. Jeez. Once once you've seen the first couple seasons which give you a a pretty good history of Oak Island, mm-hmm. after that you can you can cut out the majority of each episode and be like, "Yeah, yeah, I know this and oh, they found that." Okay. And there's a lot of 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 the like cliffhanger cutscene kind of things that they do where as they're digging one of the or pulling up one of these boreholes and they find some wood and they go oh wow I think I think there's a pretty old old piece of wood and then you get the narrator come in an old piece of wood could this be connected to Nolan's cross could this be connected to this? Or could it be connected to this? And hmm. what's going on here? And it's just constantly that that's going on. And it gets, in my opinion, it gets real annoying really quick. Granted, I am so invested in trying to find out what what is on Oak Island and why it's there. But... They're kind of They're just... definitely feeling time. Right. But I fully support them being there because at this point to me i feel like whatever happened on oak island is now historical 
it seems to me that there's enough information, enough items that they have found that, and we haven't we haven't even gone through all the significant items yet. Um, but there's enough history there of items that they found that didn't just wash up there on the shore. That they're finding that there has been major human intervention on the island. Right. That at this point it's historical and would rewrite a lot of maybe nah, maybe not a lot. Maybe a lot. I don't know. Would rewrite some of the stories that historians have mm-hmm. for the early Americas. One of the big things, at least that's really fascinating to me, is that Oak Island, they believe, is actually two islands. That the west side um, bedrock and rock sediment is made up of different stuff than the east side. And it's not just that there's gradually this this change between the two sediments. It's that they're very distinct, different... Uh, compositions of rock of what these islands are made from Mm -hmm. and then in the middle of the island you see that there is a big swamp area and the thought is that um it's possible this is using their technology that they're using now with the ground penetrating radar the explosions trying to get that deep um, sonar, I'll just call it sonar, uh, getting that right. ground sonar of what's deep in the earth. Um, they think that there could be a ship that was purposely sunk, and you think, oh, why would they purposely sink a ship? Captain Kidd, the pirate, purposely sunk a couple of his ships down in the Caribbean because he was... The ship was compromised. I mean, this is like Grand Theft Auto, and the cops know what what your what color your car is, what make and model, and they're coming after you. Right. Is so. the exact same thing. They know exactly what ship that Captain Kidd had, and he couldn't use it anymore because as soon as someone found him, then they're just going to blow it out of the water. Right. So he just sunk it and took his treasure with him. So the. As they're doing this ground-penetrating radar, they're seeing this large shape that's roughly about the size of a large ship that could have been sunk. And so the one of the theories is if you have these two islands and this swamp in the middle, maybe they connected the two islands, flooded that swamp middle, and sank that ship there. So... They had one of the local universities come in, um, and the professor there, I don't know his name, um, was doing some core samples in the swamp. And he was extremely surprised at the composition of the swamp, and based on everything that he looked at, he said the swamp isn't any older than the 1600s. Interesting. And, And that's at the oldest. And... It, according to him, definitely looks like it was man-made. Hmm. And, I mean, this is this is a guy that is just... I mean, he is a really interesting episode because he's out there with several of the other students, I guess that are doctorate students, I don't know. 
but they're helping him going around in this boat taking these swamp samples and comes back and tells the guys at least according to everything that he understands about which I mean you're not the I don't want to say geology professor. I don't know what specifically his study is, but... Swampology? Swampology. You don't become a swampologist mm-hmm. unless you know a lot about swamps. More than the average man. So it's it's very convincing to him that these are two separate islands that has a man-made swamp in the middle with possibly something underneath that swamp. Interesting. Have have they tried to go into the swamp at all? Because I know there's lots of theories that say the treasure's in there. Have they tried to do that at all? Or So that's an, another thought is that there could be a... Some people think that there's a passageway, a back door to the, uh, to the money pit, to this treasure vault uh, that goes through the swamp. And where they're at currently in Season 7 is draining the swamp and they had to get all kinds of permits in order to drain the swamp and they found um a stone pathway oh that was very methodically laid out in a in a flat pattern right cobblestone path kind of look yeah and so uh, they have a, a geologist on the island that's just frequently there working with them. And, I mean, they've got all kinds of different, quote, experts. I don't, personally, I don't know how expert they are or anyone is in a certain thing. I kind of get annoyed when anyone just calls someone an expert. You would hate pawn shop. <laughs> yes. Or pawn stars <laughs> or whatever. Or anything in the news when they're like, oh, experts say this. Or, yeah. and, I, and I just constantly question. As soon as you bring up expert, then I start to question. But they've got many different people in different fields of knowledge and study on the island at any given time that they'll call one of them over and say, hey, what does this pathway look like to you? Is there any possible way that this was naturally done or naturally happened and they they can't they can't say it at all that it, that that looks in any way natural right so from what it looks like where we're at now in Smith's Cove they have created this wall to hold out the water they're finding all kinds of wood structures in Smith's Cove uh, that looks like it was a very sophisticated dock that was down there to bring in uh, large cargo or amounts of cargo mm-hmm. off of a large ship. And the paved area in the swamp looks like it could have been similar um, to unload cargo from a ship. So, um, I don't know. I I'm rather... I'm constantly intrigued by the stuff that they find on there. And some things just don't seem like they add up. For example, they they also found what looks like a Roman uh, crossbow bolt. Oh. Which could be dated as old as 2,000 years old. That's pretty old. It's pretty old. So, I mean... We also found a Roman sword, too, didn't they? 
Um, I don't remember Roman sword. There Look that one is up. the yeah. I know they found a sword there, but it looked like it was on a shipwreck off of Oak Island. But they did find a sword, right? But it's close, and Roman. So even if it's not exactly on Oak Island, it's close enough that. But I mean, so this yeah. is this is another issue that I have with someone looking at either a crossbow bolt that. Let's say it is 2,000 years old and it's Roman, mm-hmm. definitively. Right. That still doesn't mean that Romans 2,000 years ago were on Oak Island. Right, no. You could very easily have something like that. What if, it, what if there's a commander that had a collection of, of old military items right. and comes over and that's how they get here? It doesn't definitively say that... That's what happened. But this is where the Laginas really like the Dendo chronology, is that they can say, this is this is how old the tree is, this is when it was chopped down and put here. Which is very different right. when you can date, this is when this structure was made. Maybe you're still trying to find out who made it, but you know when it was made. Right. So, yeah, you know when the Roman sword was made, but you... You don't know how it got there or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it doesn't that. prove when a, when a human being got Plus, it Plus, it was 2,000 years old. It could be completely unrelated. Right. From right. the whole Oak Island thing, maybe it's just a pure coincidence that that happens to be there. Maybe not. I don't know. Right. Um, they also found on Oak Island uh, a couple of brooches... Uh, this was a little bit more inland um, on the island. They found a gold brooch, which is like a pin that a oh, fancy right. pin. Yeah. Like you think of brooches that they're not even used anymore. I don't think so. No way. I have never seen anyone at the eh, maybe a church, <laughs> but that would still be an older person. It'd be weird if I anyone saw out there wearing a brooch. Send a picture with you and your brooch. (laughs) And tell us about uh, Delaware. (laughs) Yeah. We still need Delaware (laughs) stuff. Um, So they find this gold brooch that looked like it had a ruby on the inside. Uh, They did some testing of the ruby and it turned out to actually be glass. But it was pretty common. The brooch was gold, or at least Mm gold-plated. So that was accurate. But, I mean, it's just as common today that you see someone with a cubic zirconia diamond ring. Same thing that they did back in the days. They would just dye the glass red or green or blue, whatever they wanted, and then cut it to look like a a jewel. Um, So they found the brooch that brooch they found another brooch uh that was similar to it they found they found a really interesting it looked like a um a knot um almost like a like a button or a pin that looked like it was a braided rope kind of tied into a knot so it looked military which, in my opinion, fits in with the French right. theory. Um, <clears throat> the fortress thing. Yeah. 
So they continue to find different stuff on the island that really if someone wants to dig in deep of what is Oak Island about, you have to watch the series on the History Channel. It's It just has... It goes into deep history of what happened to Oak Island in the past, but you can't just stop at, like, season three or season five. There's kind of a lull there, but season six and seven is, in my opinion, when they really start to get some traction. Mm -hmm. Up to that point, it seems like they're trying to prove some of these things in the past, and they're wondering, are we are we just chasing after something that's really something that's not there? Mm-hmm. That we're just finding the same thing and looking at what other people have been supposedly searching for something, and we're just finding what they left, what the searchers were searching oh, for. Yeah. But it seems like in season six and seven, they definitively prove what they need to that. The legends of weird stuff happening on the island are true, and they're starting to now get some traction of, this is where the money pit is, this is how we're going to get down to it. And so, if, I mean, at the very least, if you want if you want to skip all the history stuff, you could probably read um, enough just to catch up, but at the least, start in season six. Or and listen to our seven. podcast. I feel like I've done a crappy job. <laughs> that, at... that last episode had tons of history. Yeah, but that's all history, though. That's I feel like it's easy to to list the history, but it's to go through every little thing of like right. what they found, where they found it, how they tested it is just like episode after episode is just another thing that they found. They tested it. This is what it came out to to be. They have found. Tons of iron spikes that are all spikes that would be used on a big ship, on like a galleon-sized ship. Mm-hmm. Um, they've found mining tools on on the island, um, and they just they continue to find things and date things that go back to 1600s, early 1700s before anyone started digging on the island. So there were people there on the island for sure. I've, I kind of feel like the the biggest thing to me is the skeletal remains that are... From across the world. Yeah. Well, here's another crazy theory that I just thought of. So recently I heard that they discovered this was within the last two years that i've heard this is that they've discovered the oldest human remains ever found in mainland canada really so yes so what if those remains older than africa yeah the oldest remains that they've ever discovered were in canada according to the scientists that found them and dated them so what if those remains are so old that they go back before the European ties that we have, and so if they found bone that was super old, it could match European bone or something to that effect. Yeah, and would be, I see what you're saying. You know, would be the mm. native people that were there before the Europeans ever got there too. Hmm. 
That's an interesting thought. But that could explain as well, like, the European artifacts found there, if they were using those in Canada around the same time, too. You know, they would have had the same ancestors if those really were the oldest human remains found. They could have been the European ancestors and and kind of developed in the same way and used the same technologies and things like that, you know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that these are dated, though. I think they don't go back that old. I hear what you're saying that I, I can see what you're saying and I don't have any problem buying into old remains being found in Canada. I don't think that you can connect... 10,000-year-old bones to these bones that they found on Oak Island, though. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. It's one of those coincidence-like things to me. Just like, you're gonna find bone everywhere. Right. I think. I don't... I don't <laughs> okay. I I'm the least my... knowledgeable in this subject. I'll correct my statement. Maybe not the oldest in the world, but the oldest human inhabitants of North America. So it says that they found butchered bones. So so, so sorry, I was a little bit wrong here. They found butchered bones that they can tell were butchered That's a good bound by name. humans. Butchered, butchered bones? bones? Butcher bones. That's... Or butchered bones? That's kind of like butcher babies. You heard of them before? No. They're like a super hard rock band. Yeah. Sounds like if you've got Butcher in the name, babies. you better be. Babies, if they're yeah. singing nursery rhymes, I'm going to be a little concerned. <laughs> your, your cousin loves them, Dallas. Oh, Dallas does. Of course my, he does. And my brother loves them, too. Dallas, go listen to my cousin's band, Disengaged. They're like a heavy metal band. They're pretty talented. Give you a shout out there, Dallas. Um, but yeah, they've found 24,000-year-old butchered bones in a cave in Canada which, like, far precede anything they found on North America. So, that could potentially... Was it Neanderthal or human they, or Homo sapien? It would have been... Mm. They just said... It, they, it says, for decades, it has been believed that the first Americans crossed the Bering Strait from Siberia and quickly colonized North America. Artifacts from these ancient settlers who have been named the Clovis Culture after one of the archaeological sites in Clovis, New Mexico, have been found from Canada to the edges of North America. Sounds like a... The Clovis culture. Probably Homo sapien, then. I would. Yeah, I would. I don't know. Were Homo sapiens around 24,000 years ago, though? Or would that have been, like, Denisovans or... Um, the Clovis? I don't it know. Says, it says they were a prehistoric Paleo-American culture named for distinct stone tools found in close association with Pleistocene fauna. Hmm. Who knows? Not, not, not I. Not I. I think they were Homo sapiens. Says yes. Ah, I win. So, but tying into Oak Island, I think that. I think whatever is on Oak Island and happened on Oak Island is big enough that it will... I don't want to say it'll change the way that we have written history about North America. Um, It could be that big. And when I say that big, I don't mean like a treasure that big. But I mean something significant. It would be majorly significant. Let's say it was the Romans that came across and they put some stuff on Oak Island. 
that's a huge part of history that would change what we thought was going on at the time. So I think, though, that it is something significant enough that it is historically significant. It's something that would be put into a history book that you'd learn in a in I class. Think, I think it would be. Which? What are you looking at? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were glaring at me. Nope. Okay. Anyway, yeah, no, it's something big enough that it would. I believe it's big enough to change history books as they are written now to something newer. Which anything of that caliber is pretty important. You know, it should be anyway. Right. Well, I mean, with all the theories and things out there, it's enough to change whatever story is connected to it. And then potentially change tons of different stories. You know, if it's a story of conquistadors coming up from Central and South America, it's enough to change the stories of all those Native American groups as well, and the Spanish gold and all that kind of stuff. Just so many different potential ties that have other ties here and other ties there. To And unfortunately, we don't really have an answer to any of them. But hopefully soon. Who's going to die next so that we can get the answer? Well, if... So, yeah, like I said in the last episode, it's... You never want to hope someone dies. But (laughs) if this treasure is only revealed after a seventh death, when I heard on season six, I think it was season six, when they... When uh, Dan Blankenship died... Um, I he died of natural causes. By mm, the way, dang it! I secretly hoped, <clears throat> now not so secretly, that perhaps his death would still count. Now, yeah, <laughs> would give up the secret of the island. Now, but mm. I don't know. I say watch watch the show. You don't have to watch every minute of the show because it's kind of repetitive. But even if you just listen to it in your car or while you're at work, you don't have to watch every minute of what's on the show. Just listen. After you see a few episodes, you can basically just listen to it and you understand what's happening. Right. Right. But, yeah. If you have any other thoughts about Oak Island or theories, let us know. And... Hopefully we've done this one justice. I think we've done a good job of covering pretty much... Yeah, a lot of crap. Yeah. (laughs) A broad spectrum of what has happened there. We definitely didn't hit on everything. We would have had to gone into a third episode. Yeah. So instead of three episodes, I think this is going to be two mega episodes. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're going to be both about two hours each. Two mega So uh, buckle up. Yep. Wait, why am I telling them to buckle up now? They're at the end of the second <laughs> one already. third episode. <laughs> Find the hidden link to to bring up the... Anyway. But, I mean, uh, Ryan, I'm sure, will let us know if anything... I'm, and apparently Austin's watching it now as well. If yep. something significant happens, we'll let you know. In oh. one of the episodes, we'll say, like, hey, by the way, this happened in this. Yeah, you could bring me in for a for a special... Oak Island update. Breaking Oak news. Update. Yeah. Ryan, you're welcome on this show whenever you want. Yeah, I think we need to have you on more often. I want to say we're more in line with you, 
But after today, I don't know. I don't think that's true anymore. <laughs> it's not. It's not like we're less in line. It's just I think. Uh, I think we just can't be. We can't be helped, Austin and I. We will. <laughs> yeah. We just, we're destined to be who we are. I am who I am. Tangenteers. Tangenteers. Are we going with tangenteers officially? No, I just or... said that and you hated it, so. <laughs> Tangentonians. Tangles? Tang. Tan. Tangles? I don't know, I'm just. <laughs> Trogdor? The Burninator? Trogdor! <laughs> I got nothing. Tangital. See, it's hard. It is hard. I'm trying to think of something with Atlantis, like. Tangelantis. Tang. Tangtis. Tangent. No. The lost city of. Atlantangentless. Tangent listeners. You're going to have to edit a lot of this out. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a nightmare to edit. Tangent, tangent listeners. I like that one, Jack. Yeah. We just about had an aneurysm trying to think of that there. That was, yeah. I think I had a mini stroke. <laughs> But. Right. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up. I think we're going to forgo the space news because we've gone for a while on this one. Space news is that the ISS passed over last night. That's that's bad space news. What do you got? Space Force launched their first official defense mission. Space Force combine! Dude, Austin and I are going to go to the Space Force Here eventually. Are. You going to join oh. us? If, you, if I can be recruited for the Space Force, that would be amazing. Dude, if we go into World War Three, I'm automatically just going to sign up for, <laughs> for the, the Space, Space Force. Force. Yeah. Uh, secretly, not secretly, a an app that I have to promote is called Space Team. <laughs> oh, Space Team is have you awesome. Space Team? Dude, that oh. game is so great, I hate it. We should play with the three of us sometime. Like That would be a wonderful be so intro fun. to one of the podcasts. Just so, for those of you who don't know what Space Team <laughs> is, it's basically a... I don't know. It's it's a teamwork app where on your screen it tells you to do something, but you don't have control over that, and it's complete nonsense. So you have to tell everyone else to do that one thing, but everyone is yelling at someone else to do something, and it. You, oh you're, my gosh! You're, you're all on a spaceship, and the spaceship is malfunctioning, and everyone has different controls on their phone. And so everyone is yelling out certain things that have to happen with different controls. And it's just people yelling over each other, really random. And it's like, yeah, it's like controls. the weirdest names. Like, engage the gobble thruster. <laughs> That's or exactly like, what it is. Or turn on the hyperlips or turn- whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> Set the microwave to three! Set the microwave to three! So you're like, yeah, you'll be yelling at someone, and they just won't listen. You're like, yep, gosh yep. dang it, who has the microwave? <laughs> Set it to three! And then, you're, you and then it's like, oh, wait, I have it. That's so true, though. We could play, should we play a quick game right now, Ryan, at the end of the podcast? Okay, we'll go out with that. And it can fade out with us yelling at each other. No, wait, we need to be connected to Wi-Fi, though, right? Uh, I'm in the Wi-Fi. Okay, let me... I don't have the game Space Team. Ah, this is a good ending. Good ending. This is our space news. Ryan and I are going to space. Okay. I don't know if it can hear. I can't even hear it. 
Searching for nearby space team. Let's see. Are you what Wi-Fi are you connected to, Ryan? Oh, that's a good question. Are I'm you on the guest? No, I'm on 2.0. Oh, crap. Do we need to be on the same? Whose Wi-Fi is you Big Booty Hose? <laughs> that's my neighbor. <laughs> um, the Doc OS is that the one? Yeah. Yeah, 2.0. Oh, 2.0. Jack, will you put the password in for me? Do it yourself. What is it? It's. <laughs> Let me try to remember. But each letter is, each word is capitalized at the beginning. Yeah, definitely okay. uh, edit that out of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why can't I connect to it? Which which one are you on? DocOS Guest. Yeah, which one are you on, Ryan? 2.0. Uh, I keep clicking the 2.0, but it one. won't let me. Boy, Forget I, Guest. For nearby space team signals, make sure everyone's connected to the same Wi-Fi network. You got space team now? Yeah, but how come we're not finding each other? Oh, you haven't pressed play yet. You got to got to slide your thing to play. It's not letting me connect to the DocOS 2.0. Did you try typing in the password? It doesn't give me the option to put in the password. What happens if you click on it? <laughs> you know what, Jay? <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> Unplug it. Have you have have you Unplug it, it's not <laughs> plugged in. Have you have you reset the phone? <laughs> turn off your Wi Fi and turn it back on. <laughs> I have done that. Turn off do not disturb. Is it on airplane mode? <laughs> no. Power mode. Oh, I saw you for a second. Uh yeah, I accidentally left. What the devil? I'm coming back, I'm coming back. You guys need to both no, get I on the guest. I see you right now. I got two people. Oh, I'm back now. But then I saw a third. Uh, oh really? It's because I left and came back. Can it even use this music? Is this copyrighted? I don't know. Maybe you should create an LLC for your podcast. Apparently. So that you can't be sued. <laughs> LLCs can't be sued? Well, they can be sued, but then it separates you personally oh, from just the like, company. Right, right. So then the company can be sued for all it's worth, but if you only got like 100 bucks in the company... In the company name, then... They would get our microphones and about right. $7 in ad revenue. Exactly. <laughs> Except our do funds are Venmo, so that's all ours. That's technically true. What is your deal, Austin? I'm restarting my phone, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hit the exit button again. Why do I keep doing that? Ooh, upgrades. Challenges. Waiting room closed. Sorry, I'm 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 look Space Rats <laughs> Space Rats. Oh I can get a cat. Ooh. Fail cam. A commemorative photo will t be taken with your front facing camera at the end of the game. <gasps> you can turn that on. On the settings? Yeah. Oh I don't play this game enough. Okay. Camera is required. Well yeah. Made possible by the Space Team Admirals Club. Alright, are we all in there? Oh, I have a tail! <clears throat> hey, hey, I'm searching for a signal. Why aren't I signaling Likewise. with you? Oh, I'm going through a door. There's three of us! Ooh, oh, do I have to... Ooh, I'm shooting a gun. Here we go! Ooh. Here we go! Alright, alright. Get ready to be hated by recording? me. Yeah, we're recording. Sector one. Don't worry, the ship flies itself. Just follow the instructions. 
And remember to work together. Yeah, screw you guys. <laughs> as a space team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. There's so many things. Unihelix? Baffle. Engage Act arrow washer. That's me. Uh, uh, activate this spectro winder. I got it. Uh, bio exhaust. Engage the bio exhaust. Somebody. Got it. It's yeah. on. Engage the quad vacuum. Quad vacuum. Got it. Uh, enable hy hypno string. Hypno string. Hemi baffle. Hemi baffle. Hemi baffle. En enable bull pedal. Bull. Nope. Uh, so uh, I got Hi it. Hypno popper. Open it. Hypno popper. Okay. Nice. One of those was regret career choice. <laughs> <laughs> Regretting. Regretting. <laughs> no anomalies detected. Sector 2. Well, I got a micro blender, guys. Ooh, the holotensor. I got a flanger rack. Nice. <laughs> Octopod. Oh, that's me. Turn on the holotensor. Engage 4 alarm. Turn off the holotensor. Uh, string frustum them to 3. 3. Engage the 4 alarm. 4 alarm. Hollow tensor. <clears throat> excrete gyrophaser. Did you say excrete? Servo box to five. That's me. Uh, primer ratchet to five. Okay, disengage the octopod. Bam! That oh. was awesome, guys. Hyperspace. Oh, that's, yeah, I remember that. That's fun. We are destroying. Sector three. Oh, what is all Symbols. that? What do those mean? <laughs> I don't know. All this... Ooh, this, I have oh, the continuous yeah. loom. Oh, I can mince or eject this man. <laughs> Activate clip clamp. Oh, everybody shake! Everybody shake! Shake, shake, shaking, shake! shaking, shaking. Okay. Engage. Excite the pseudo stopper. Uh, I, I did it. Uh, engage a fish with a hat. Mince the person. Oh, I minced Increase him. Sub frustrum to two. Hey, hey, fish with a hat. Engage him. Oh Enable my goodness, you guys didn't do it. Set eigen yoke to two. Set eigen yoke to one. Fire hyper prism. Hyperprism. Subfrustrum to zero. Subfrustrum is bar of the synth cell. Servo pilot. Servo pilot. Oh, I got that. Spark uh, the synth cell. Synth oh, okay. Uh, Novin take. Novin take. Novin Brush take. it. Engage. Hi Hyperprism. Fire. Engage That's the person with the breathing mask. Breathing mask. Cool. Uh, book with a explosion. <laughs> what is that? Cool. Disengage. Okay. Oh, that. Was what are these symbols? Who had the who had the fish with the hat? <laughs> Probably you. <laughs> Probably. Oh, asteroid field ahead. What does that mean? For... Oh, uh, oh, oh, already. What does that mean? Kilo tackle. Uh, set star pocket to two. Star pocket to Hypno two. Hypno loop. Hypno loop. Hypno hoop. Dual action. The arrow curtain to one. Okay, brush striped saucer. Hypno loop again. Hypno hoop. Brush the striped saucer. Oh, okay. Stack the box. Oh, I, I stack the uh, boxes. The, the kilo tackle the two. Okay. Uh, activate the hypno hoop. Hypno hoop. Ambi control. Gyro blade to zero. Gyro blade to zero. Ambi control. Ambi control. <laughs> uh, brush the striped saucer. Arrow cur. Okay. <laughs> I had the hyper sucker that time. <laughs> Sector five. We're doing pretty good. No anomalies detected. How do you win? There's no way. Don't winning. think you win. You Great. just survive. Ooh, I have the Ultra Lube, guys. Giga Machine. <laughs> ultra Lube to two. Ultra Lube to two. Set the phone event to one. Uh, okay. Uh, kinetic shake, screw. Shake, shake, shake. Shake. Kinetic cool kinetic screw. Cool kinetic screw. Enable the... Oh, the Everybody shake! Shake, shake, shake! Shake! The Ultra Lube to four. Prepare the coffee tank. Polar Nord to six. Coffee tank prepared. Parallel Nord to six. Uh, phone event to two. 
Set Pico the, Shuttle to maximum. Pico Shuttle to three. Disable Auto Tumbler. No. Engage Cartesian Bulb Thrust. <laughs> Pico Shuttle to two. Pico Shuttle to two. Trigger Wormhole, the, flip, flip, flip your device. There trigger the Infrajig. No oh, infra oh infra Ultra Lube to zero. Ultra Lube to zero. And your Ultra Lube to five. Decrease Phone Event to zero. Uh, Kinetic screw, screw, cool it. Kinetic screw, cooling. Ooh. Hyperspace. <laughs> Sector six. Is this the first time you've played this? No, I played it like in high school. Oh, Is that old? Yeah. What? Slime containment malfunction, guys. Oh, there's so much oh. slime. Oh, man. Uh, Wipe the subtickler. What? <laughs> Wipe the subtickler. Okay. <laughs> Activate reverse helio case. Okay. Activate double cover. Asteroid fluid hoist. Shake. Fluid hoist. What the heck is a fluid, fluid hoist? I don't have it. Oh, I have it. Move. Oh, it's too late. To activate double cover. Wipe the sub tickler. Uh, disengage posse hooter. Posse hooter. Uh, wormhole. Flip. 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 Excrete the unilaser. Excrete it. Nope. Okay. The Inverse paddle to one. Oh, that's mine. Mesocortex. Uh, deactivate reverse helio case. Reverse helio case. Inverse the paddle to three. A anti press. Enable anti press. Okay. Disable anti press. Sub tickler. Wipe it. Wipe it. Okay. Uh, increase inverse paddle to two. Enable the anti press. Byrim to three. Byrim to three. Set retro zone to one. And then retro zone to two. <laughs> then retro zone to three. Deactivate. Flip it. D d double cooler. Deactivate it. <clears throat> Holy crap. Wow. This game is stressful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Everything was falling apart on mine. Oh, symbols. What does that oh, mean? Oh, I got a bunch of symbols. I do too. Oh, boy. Oh, I can kick somebody. Yeah, okay, I got a flooding house. Activate the downward arrow circle. Okay. Uh, activate an umbrella with a question mark. Kick the person. Uh, uh, wormhole flip. Deactivate the kick downward the arrow person. circle. <laughs> okay. Uh, rinse meta pusher. Choke shoe. Choke shoe. What does that mean? Turn it on. Wormhole, everybody flip. Bind, bind. Asteroid, the upside down, shake. Ah! Bind the trident sign. Okay. Uh, set servo seal to three. Uh, submerge shift flow screw. Maximum. Uh, set the 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 D pad to maximum. Kick person. Kick D person. D pad to Flip one. It. Flip it. D pad, D -pad to, one. to one. Okay, kick the person. Oh, bind the trident. Set life jacket to one. Life jacket to one. Asteroid. Shake it. Shake it. Roll. Roll. <sighs> Wow. I think I had the kicking the person, and I didn't realize it. <laughs> I had kicking the person. Sorry. Yeah. I had a person, too, and the stupid slime was covering it. Oh. Oh, I have a snake. Oh, I got radioactive and a in the ski doctor. lift. Engage Asteroid! Shake! the skier. Shake it. Skier? Okay. Yes. The fiber gasket to two. Two? Uh, Send to the doctor. Parking meter. Sending. Servo plunger. Servo plunge. Camera engage, to two. Engage the square with all the lines in it. Uh, turn on the... Turn on car, car, half car. Turn off the snake. Turn on the snake. Enable the toxic sign. Uh, Enabled. Uh, shake, shake, shake. Helmet, servo. Helmet to two. Helmet to two. Servo plunger. Flip, flip, flip. Tune the parking meter. Parking meter? Oh, it's not going. Flip it, flip it. I flipped flip it. it. I flipped it. Okay. Okay, set the helmet to zero. I Gyro drill. Turn off the half car. Uh, what am I for? Half car, half car, turn it off. It was so doing it! Uh. Oh, we're gonna die! Ah! Oh 
Wait, turn, turn off the car. Turn off the uh, parking meter thing. Disengage the ski lift. Scatter many foot. Disengage. Many foot scattered. Turn on the snake. A snake's turn on. The, tune the parking meter. Proper to one. Tune the parking meter. I don't have parking meter. Sit. Turn okay. off the snake. Warpal pinion to two. Warpal pinion to pinion, two. Pinion to two. Warpal flip. Three. Servo jumper. Flip it. It's flipped. I'm upside down. I'm trying to get it. safe. Uh, string pop. Turn on the car. Turn on the car. Fiber gasket to one. Fiber gasket to one. Oh my gosh. Hyper space. That was stressful. This is. I hate this game. This sucks. Reflection matrix ahead. We gotta make it to ten, guys. We gotta make it to ten. Ooh, the D pouch. Oh no. Set disbelief. Shake. Shake. D strap. Wormhole flip. D strap. Flip. 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 Scatter D flap. Uh, flex zone. Warm the flex zone. D pouch to one. Warm the flex zone. D pouch to one. Wormhole flip. D pouch. Oh my gosh. Flip. 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 It's flipped. What freaking crap? My nuts. Warm the flex zone. C choke to two. C choke to two. Asteroid shake. C choke to two. Okay. D strap to scatter. Flow pickup. Flow pick up. Activate it. Set laser feeder Asteroid to three. Asteroid shake. Shake, shake, shake. Laser shake. feeder to shake. three. Laser feeder to three. Ether fiber to one. Extend hover rec- reactor. I don't know what that means. This is... Oh, Nozzle to two. Yep. Oh, we died. Oh, man. Doesn't help that everything's backwards. I've been awarded... I've been promoted posthumously. Okay. Hey, don't take a picture of me. <laughs> what did you look like? <laughs> well, that was awful. Okay, well, and that's the podcast. Should we wrap this up? Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Share with your friends. Let us know about Delaware and whatever else you may want us to speak about personal experiences and the like yep. hit us up on social media social media do fund you know you know the drill by now thanks guys thank you and uh thank you ryan for coming on uh yes. and being here future potential guest commonly ghost on the show ghost ghost the common ghost, ghost. um the yeah. Common ghost. yeah let us know if you ever want to come back on I do indeed. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks.